This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. All right, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the WOMED. Jack is in Italy for her best friend's wedding. So I have a most very special guest and a voice you probably remember from season one. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. How are you feeling today? It's just us. It's like old times. It is like old times. I feel great. It just feels so relaxed. Child's at home with a babysitter. I'm back in my old neighborhood. Uh, You're on my couch. (laughs) I know. What more can I ask for? I didn't have to drive to Nashville to be on your couch or fly. So it feels great to to be back. Thank you for having me as a reoccurring guest, (laughs) despite my irrelevance in the world. (laughs) I can always count on the WOMED. To like guess you up a bit because I need it. I need it. I don't, you know, I really don't share like that much of my life anymore online, which, you know, is also time. And then the pandemic really shut that down for me overall. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't, I, I honestly just don't have the time. So, well, I feel like maybe that's the stage that we're in, in life now too, because I don't know. Do you think it's becoming less relevant? At least like personally wise, it feels more like more of a job. Yeah, it's definitely a job now. It didn't used to be a job for me. I really used to enjoy it. And, um, I had no problem sharing anything because I didn't really have anything to lose in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I just think the internet's kind of a hostile place. And if I could be off of it altogether, I probably would. But I can't. I I keep telling me, I keep telling myself that my drive will come back at some point to do something relevant or useful online. So I'm just maintaining until that happens. But I can't believe we live so much of our lives online now. I've it's I've constant. had to put like I have this app now. It's called App Block. And oh, this is really? not like sponsored by any means. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I if I'm like, oh my God, if and I'm caught in like the doom scroll, I'll sit there and I'm like, nope, put this on block. I am not looking at Instagram anymore today. And it just like doesn't that. yeah, it doesn't let you open it. Yeah, maybe someday, you know, I have this like dream of getting a bunch of passive income going so I don't mm-hmm. have to be on in- or I don't have to be on Instagram or yes. any of those apps as often. So I don't know. I have I have a time limit set and po- and I'm sort of motivated because of what is going on in my in your uterus body right, right now. now. <laughs> yes, which nobody really knows about. No, you haven't. I haven't about it. No, no one really knows about it and I don't know why I haven't posted. I just I never really felt like it, I guess. Do you feel okay chatting about it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. I mean, everybody in my life knows about it. Yeah. Like my real life. Yeah. But my internet life, I mean, it Your just Your internet seems... persona is just rocking it right I now. I have nothing to say. You know, I also, I, I also feel really bad about people who aren't able to conceive children. And I mm. just, it doesn't, I just doesn't feel right to like make some huge announcement. Yeah. So anyway... For those of you who don't know, I am pregnant again with another boy. Hopefully, this will be the last 
pregnancy. Hopefully everyone, everything will go well with this one. I enter my third trimester next week. I feel it. That's why I'm huffing and puffing as I talk. (laughs) Um, And yes, I'm going to be a hashtag boy mom. You are hashtag boy mom. Oh, I know. I swore it was going to be a girl. I swore it on my life, but it was not a girl. It was a boy. So somebody's giving me what I probably need, not what I want (laughs) in life. (laughs) And um, yeah, so, you know, I'll be taking my three months off during the holiday season. Yes. And yeah, I guess that's sort of what we're here to chat about today, right? Yeah. My three yeah. months off. Yeah. That may be paid or not paid. That's right. Will <laughs> will it be? Will it not be? America's healthcare system is just so great. It's so wonderful. Yeah. Said with sarcasm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a great segue. Like the last time you were on the pod, you had Rourke just snuggled into your bosom for the entire podcast. I did. I did. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And I was on maternity leave, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should I just tell the story of this? You want yeah. me to just tell the story of this? Yeah. Okay. So shortly before my son was born, I went down to two days a week from three. So, you know, regular nurse practitioner, nurse shifts in the ICU. Um, and my boss is actually really wonderful because that had never been done before. Typical healthcare. They never had anybody that worked part time on my team. And the reason that I did it was because we had a lot going on. My mom was still living at home with Alzheimer's. My dad was taking care of her. I was helping a lot more. Um, I knew the baby was coming. We started building a house, um, you know, and we're like looking into moving. We weren't quite sure what we were going to do at that time. So I had a lot more going on. Also, I had a lot more obligations with my online platform at that time. Um, that needed to be completed. And I was making a lot more like active income from my online platform. So right before I went on maternity leave, I found out that part-time employees did not get any pay whatsoever. And there was no way to get pay. But I wasn't as concerned because I had this passive income. So um, fast forward to this kid took me a while to get pregnant. So I I wasn't like that concerned about the maternity leave pay for a while. I end up getting pregnant like a week after I get the positive pregnancy test. I email my boss or I I email human resources to find out if there's like any way that I can get any sort of maternity leave pay, what I can do. So I start researching it more. I like deep dive. I get online and like public knowledge, I find this policy through my hospital that shows that other quote unquote professional staff can get three months paid maternity leave, even if they work part time. So greater than 0.5 FTEs, I'm 0.7 FTEs. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I'm like kind of salty about that because I'm like, what is professional staff? Well, to them, it's physician staff for one. Um, And you know, other professionals who make probably four and five, six times the amount of money that I make, you know, so they are all if they work part time, it's fine. And they can get their maternity leave and whatever. So now granted, you could say anything you could. And I have gone, it was my choice to go part time. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I had a boss that could do that in my life. But I have always still been very active at work. I carry all my benefits through my job. 
my son is on my benefits. All of my health care is through my job. You know, I don't use my husband's for that at all. I'm very lucky to have a two income household. Like all of these things are fortunate, but like I have my own life too and away from my husband. And I just could not believe after finding this that for the people who make less money than the quote unquote professional staff, there is no option for any pay. Even though I'm working, I'm working close to 30 hours a week still. You also have your doctorate. Yeah, like that where's too. the line there? So I'm not professional. So I guess none of us are professional. The nurses, none of us. <laughs> you know, so it's sorry, like, any uh, doctorate qualified nursing. It's so <laughs> nurse practitioners. it's just so frustrating. So I email human resources. They conveniently ignore me. So I emailed her probably three times, once a month. Normally, she's very responsive. So I knew I was getting ignored. So after that, you know, I'm starting to feel the pressure a little bit. And I'm thinking, like, I have to get this done. You know, like this baby, the due date's December 1st. And I'll be induced the week before. So I, I end up going to this human resource director's boss. And I was just like, look, like, I hate to do this, but I really need a response of anything I can do. And we went through like, if I pick up extra shifts, will the hours, if I work full-time hours, but I'm not full-time in the system, will I be able to get the maternity leave? That was shot down. You know, basically everything. So back in the day, before I started, when I started as an NP, um, where I work, we had the standard healthcare maternity leave policy, which was you get like one month pay and then you get 60% short-term disability for the mm-hmm. rest of your maternity yeah. leave, but you were allowed three months off. So they came out with a full pay maternity leave policy, which was huge, truthfully, a couple years ago, three years ago maybe, but mm-hmm. they got rid of every other option. So there's no option for short-term disability. There's no option for any sort of pay whatsoever. My PTO accrual is what I will use for like a month, but it doesn't save up that fast, you know? Right, <laughs> so like right. I haven't, I've taken one week this year, but that's all I've taken. But by the time I I get to maternity leave, it's not even going to be close to three months pay. And then you oh also get God. no other time off, but that's right. a whole other thing. So with all of that being said, I, you know, we've been going back and forth trying to figure out how to get me back to full-time employment. <laughs> yeah. Even and, human and resources was like, just have your boss switch you to full-time employment. You know, lots of people do it. And I was like, it feels dishonest. I had been talking about going back full-time for several months now. It's not like right. it, I just was like, oh, I'm going to go back. Um, You know, my life is different. It's not nearly as busy with my mom being in a nursing home now. And like, I have good childcare now. And whatever. I want to go back full time. But I just can't, like, my boss isn't going to switch me, you know, and then switch me back to part time afterwards. It just seems not right to me. Yeah. Like a, like a cheat in the system or something. It's a total cheat in the system, but you know, the nursing staff does do it. And I honestly, good for them. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that they have the FTEs to do it. Well, my team is full. So my boss does not have the power to make me a full-time employee right now. And so she's been going back and forth to try and help me become a full-time employee again. 
And, you know, the business people say, like, they can't reevaluate it until the budget is final in November, which is when I'm due. So (laughs) I just, I feel like it's not going to happen. But the amount of money that I will lose not having maternity leave is just ridiculous. And so now I'm scrambling. I'm, I've picked up a bunch of extra, extra shifts in October and November to try and like save money for the maternity leave. My boss, my boss is like, don't go into labor because I'm your backup for Thanksgiving. Like <laughs> I'm working Thanksgiving, which I'll be 40 weeks pregnant or 39. Oh my God. Weeks pregnant. And she's like, yes, yeah, so don't push yourself too hard. But you know, the thing is, I can't dig into my savings account for three months of bills. And like many Americans, I I do have a savings account, but I do use the money that I make. You know, I, I, I'll be fully transparent. I, I, I spend like pretty much what I make, you know, plus I have my savings and my investments and stuff like that, but I need that money. Yeah. So I just, I'm, as far as my job, which you know, I work at a, in a huge hospital system. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be particularly helpful, although I am still hopeful. I'm still hoping to go back full time, but I'm just have to like bust my ass now, you know, like yeah. I've got it. I've got to get it done and just save money in case I don't get to go back full time. Well, and this so. might be kind of a, I feel like I've just been out of the health system for so long, but do do you cure PTO if you are working like extra shifts? Like that's like any shift, right? Like I think you do. Okay. Yeah, actually, I think you do. Okay. Um, I have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure you do. Okay. But I mean, we all know you don't like Still to cure those enough. hours like quickly enough. No. It's not like you work a shift, you get eight hours in your PTO bank. <laughs> like no. that's not how it works. No. And actually, since I moved to part time, so when you move to part time, like you have to be really sure you need to do it, which Mm-hmm. At the time, I needed to do it. I don't need it anymore because you accrue less PTO. You you accrued at a slower rate. Yeah. And then also like your benefits cost more. Mm-hmm. So whatever benefits you have because you work less, you know, they cost more. So also I pay more for my benefits now <laughs> than I well, ever yeah, have. Well, yeah, it's not just you. It's you and Rourke. Yeah. So yeah, that and like just because I'm part time, it's a higher rate. Yeah. So it's just... You know, it's frustrating. I take responsibility for my actions. I I had I had to go part-time. I was like yeah. losing my mind with everything that was going on at the time, but never in a million years did I dream that it would be so hard to get my job back, especially with like, you know, you see all the overtime shifts going out mm-hmm. and being paid out. The business of healthcare just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. It doesn't make sense, right? We'd rather pay you incentive pay to come in and work an extra shift than actually hire you on full-time, right? which would actually be more beneficial and helpful for you. Yes. And you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm going to just a little bit. You should. We all know I love my job. Like, I really love my job. I'm capable of working in every single unit that Mm -hmm. that wherever I'm put, wherever I'm placed, I don't complain about that. You can switch me from a unit... You know, if you're an ICU NP, like you understand this or PA, move me anywhere. I don't care. I'll show up. I'll get the job done. You know, so I'm a very, the only thing about me 
that is slightly annoying is that I work part time and no one else does, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like otherwise, I'm a very self-sufficient employee. I get along with almost everyone, 99% of people, you know, but my boss doesn't get like a lot of complaints about me and stuff. So it's like, you know, other than the fact that I chose to go two days a week because of my family situation, I am like a pretty autopilot employee. So I Mm -hmm. just don't understand why you just can't take me back. You know, I need the money. I really need the money. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can... And it's I, not like the hospitals aren't short-staffed. Right? It just, healthcare doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. So it's really frustrating. And let me tell you, if I don't get this maternity leave pay, and then I have to come back part full-time, like right after having a newborn, it's going to feel really frustrating. It's going to feel like I want to be full-time, so I'm not going to say no. Of mm-hmm. course, I'm going to go back full time after I have the newborn, but it'll just be like kind of a kick in the butt, yeah. you know, like you just had a baby and like come back full time for us now, but we couldn't pay you on maternity leave. Right. 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 So it just sucks. So anyway, I've literally been working on this since the sperm met the egg. And this is where <laughs> I am. <laughs> this is where I am right now. About I'm to nowhere. enter your third trimester. That's right. And- Entering my third trimester, picking up overtime shifts, trying to... Trying to be proactive. Trying to be proactive, trying to get some passive income going on, on um, you know, Instagram or my online platform or whatever I choose to do. And I'm just like trying to work really fast, which is nice that I have all of these opportunities, but, you know, it just sucks. But like, you're not the only person struggling with this either. Like, no. You're not the only person that has family problems that your attention is like divided between work and people you love. And yeah, the hospital system is just so effed in so many ways. Cause it's like you're here you are actually wanting to work more. So you can have this time off to be more present, less stressed, um, at home with your newborn. You're not able to do that yet. Like you're getting this like runaround on trying to go back to full time when we're in the middle of like a huge nursing shortage. It just makes no sense. It doesn't. And I'm actually like, I actually want to go back full time. Like the way my schedule works. So oftentimes I will work three shifts a week for like three weeks and then I'll have a whole week off. Well, I have, you know, I pay a nanny to watch my kid during those times but I am her full-time job, so I cannot cut her for a week. So I have to pay her whether or not I'm working or not. So -hmm. this week I've just been off wandering around Cleveland, you know, wasting (laughs) money, truthfully, you know, (laughs) coming over here, like, and I feel guilty about that. So I just want to be at work, really. I really just want to be at work. Like, how often do you see anybody in healthcare (laughs) begging to go to work like I texted my boss I was like did anyone call out this week you know can I come in and she's like she's like no no one called out but I'll keep you on the list I was like oh thanks she knows I'm crazy because I just want to go to work (laughs) you know because work right now is such an automatic easy thing in my life other than the fact that it's like a 14 hour day, like a really long day that exhausts me. Most of the time I show up there, I'm competent at the job, I get it done, I enjoy being around people. 
Yeah. You know, whereas if I'm trying to make money on like an online platform, you know, it is tough to be creative all the time, especially when you're tired and yeah. you're taxed and whatever. Mm-hmm. You're just your brain doesn't work that way. So for me, it's easier to just show up at the hospital yeah. for a shift and make money than yeah. to make an Instagram reel or fight for a brand deal or something like that. Yeah. So that's, shooting your own you know, contracts, all the things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, that's like basically why my platform, you know, I just don't have the time and energy anymore, but I do have the time and energy for a real shift at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am. So it's a bummer. So truthfully, between that and, you know, having the other kid at home, I don't really, I haven't really thought about being pregnant with this one. And yeah. last week, I was doing something and someone asked me about being pregnant and asked me how far along I was. And I don't even know. So I opened my app. I have it tracked on an app. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm 26 and a half weeks pregnant, which means I'm very soon going to be in my, you know, third trimester, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. So I got viable. I got to get on it. Yeah, I got to get on it. Like this is a real human being. Mm -hmm. So I have to like figure this out. So yeah. Anyway, here we are. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm just waiting. I went through and just because I'm I'm curious, I you always hear maternity leave is so much better in other countries, right? Like for some reason, as one of the like leading developed nations in the world, we um have the the highest maternal death rates, um, the highest black maternal death rates. And we have like virtually no paid maternity leave. It doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense. I just, you know, I oversimplify things sometimes, but I think that it's just the devaluing of women and children anyway in this yeah. country, which and, like, I the family never, systems. I never realized it until I had kids. And I really wish that I would have devoted the time to learning more about it before mm-hmm. I had kids and a family. Um, because, oh my gosh, do I notice it now? And I'm just internally and externally outraged by it. And I, and it's kind of embarrassing that I was 36, 37 years old before I paid attention to it. And my mom was an OBGYN and she would talk about it, but I just never got it. And now, you know, it's crazy. My son is, you know, he's a challenging human being. <laughs> he's it's got a like tooth. Yes, just like his mother. So when he I he is ta- your son, he's a hundred percent my son, and I deserve it, and I love him so much. But I deserve it. So it's very difficult to take him places, and um, I cannot believe like the stares and glares that what? I get when he is misbehaving or. You know, he's a toddler at a restaurant or whatever. And I will say, he was a delight when he was over here. He was I terrified made him... of you. Remember, he I, wouldn't I, even I, look at you. I know. Which is crazy because you're like a child whisperer. Well, and we had just hung out like a couple weeks before yes. that at breakfast. And he loved me. Oh, yeah, that's right. But And yeah. you like cut him. You like made him food and stuff when he was here yes. too. And yeah. I made that's him. A, that's like about a, as good as it gets. Oh, my God. I made him a warm, frothy Bev, which yeah. oh, he loved. Did, that's right. And, and an apple just, with peanut butter yes. or almond butter or something. Yeah. And he just sipped it. He had a little foamy oh, mustache. It was the sweetest thing. He's so My funny. uterus didn't care at all. It's fine. <laughs> you can use him anytime. <laughs> you can come see this other one anytime. 
But yeah, so you like take in places and people kind of like give you glares and it's sort of embarrassing and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And there, you know, one time we went to Pittsburgh and we went into this restaurant that was like a nice restaurant, but not that fancy. And I went for the four o'clock reservation because Mm -hmm. I am respectful of that. They like gave me a hard time about needing a high chair and like went on and on and on about having to go down to the basement and dust one off and oh, whatever. Shut up. And I just think to myself, like, this this doesn't happen in Europe. Like car- families it and doesn't. kids. Yeah, coming around is part of a common life, you know, and everyone should be welcomed and kids shouldn't be viewed as an inconvenience, which is how I viewed them for mm-hmm. a really long time. So, you know, I can understand the perspective of where the people are coming from, but I think it's just like this deep, this cultural thing that's also like a total mind yeah, mess, you know, of like, they want to make you believe that women and children are valued, but the actions like just speak completely otherwise, you know? I'm so glad you brought this up because Jack and I were talking about this when we were in Majorca. Um, about like the family systems and how it's so different how um how people are like raised in Europe versus in the States. And because um Jack's sister is pregnant, she's expecting she's been doing like a lot of reading and stuff on all these different things. And like you brought up the um like the restaurant thing. And it's like I feel like in America it's like it's still the thought process of women are supposed to be the primary caretakers they're supposed to be at home it's like the like seen not heard and in europe it's it's not like that a they have 59 weeks of like paid maternity leave um i I would not even know what to do with myself i mean like wild it's over a year um but like the family unit is like so welcomed kids are out dining they are I mean, I'm going to say it like very well behaved, like way right. more well behaved than like kids in the States. Um, and it was just it was just really wild and like interesting to see how the family system is incorporated more in European countries versus here in the States. Yeah. And I have friends who, you know, they don't have people to watch their kids overnight. I don't have people to watch my kids overnight. By the way, right. to pay a nanny to watch my kid overnight is You're over, paying someone's full-time salary. over $500. Like, if we want to go on a night somewhere and have the nanny stay the night at our house with the kid, I mean, I have to pay her hourly rate. So it's over $500 a day to have someone watch it, for, which we're not going to do that. You know, like, let's mm-hmm. be ridiculous. So, um, that's a damn good, that's higher than any nursing salary. Yeah. Interesting. Right. I was asking my brother cause I was like, so when your nanny stays the night, he's the one that gives me the guidance on what to do with a nanny because mm-hmm. he has three kids. So I said, when your nanny stays the night, do you pay her her hourly rate even when she's sleeping? And he's like, yeah, cause if she gets up, if she needs to get up with them, like I have to pay her. And I was literally thinking to myself, like, well, nurses who are on call, don't get paid their hourly rate. They get paid like $2 an hour. Yeah. You know, to be on call. Uh huh. So anyway, I did consider that. But of course, I would never do that to our nanny. But um, we're not going to do that. So I work with several people that don't have, you know, people to watch their kids and they want to mm-hmm. travel. They're real travelers. So they recently took their two very young girls to Europe. One was like six months old. Another one was barely three. Mm hmm. 
And they said the same thing. It was just completely different. But the kids were more than welcome anywhere and everywhere. Uh, there was no quite like mental breakdowns. Of course, they had them with the time change and, yeah. you know, the rush of being in a new place and whatnot. Nobody stared at them. Um, and it was completely different. I will say I was recently in Utah for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Kids everywhere. And they yeah. seemed much more welcome there than they did, for instance, like here. Or anywhere I've ever been, truthfully. So, you know, it's just one of those things we all have to deal with for now until it changes. And thank God for those organizations that are like fighting to change, you know, our maternal uh, maternity leave policies and 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 whatnot. Paternity leave too. What'd you say? And paternity. And paternity paternity leave. Absolutely. Like that's Mm -hmm. a whole family leave, like the whole thing. And then... You know, the best I'm doing right now is within my organization, just driving people insane. Like, I know I am clinically driving people insane with emails, the <laughs> HR director. wheels, get the grease, honey. Oh, my gosh. I know. Even my boss is like, you know, you're probably not going to get it changed. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, they need to know this. Like, yeah. they need to know it. So, like, the HR director, like, everyone, you know... <laughs> They're probably like, this girl just won't let it go. But I, I just can't, you know, it's just, but like, what if you are the one person right. that does get it? Changed? I know I have thought about like, that. if you have the energy and like the driveway now to do it, like be aggravating, right? Be, be consistent, right? And you bet your ass if I don't get this changed by November, I'm going back to HR and back to the directors again to just be like, <laughs> are you sure? So you give part time, you give full paid maternity leave to people who make like four and five hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. which you, I won't get it. You know, like right. you bet it will not be the last that they hear from me. But you know, so <laughs> but thank you for people who are doing it on a more exhausting level than I am. Oh my god! So the things that women go through it's just ridiculous. All right, I want to ask you. I want to play like a little game. All right. Do you know what the average amount of paid maternity leave is in the States? Four weeks. It's actually eight. I looked it up. It's the average amount, but it is not mandated by law. Okay. That doesn't shock me whatsoever because I know it varies by state. Yeah. So you're allowed to take federally up to 12 weeks. But it doesn't have to be paid. It doesn't have to be paid. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I want you just to like take a guess what country has the highest, like the most um, paid maternity leave. Ooh, I looked this up at one point. Uh, give me a little hint. Is it not a European com- country? It is a European it country. It is a European country. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because even like Pakistan and whatnot have really good paid maternity leave or maternity leave time. Mm-hmm. So I would say Finland. Finland was close. It's Norway. Oh, Norway. Okay. So I'm in the right vicinity. You are in the right vicinity. Those like Nordic countries. They are. They um, also don't send their kids to school until they're like seven. That's amazing. By the way, which I think wow. is incredible. Like it's crazy. Totally different way of thinking. You get 59 full weeks that are paid, but it's like at an 80% rate. 49 weeks are at full pay. That's amazing. Could and you imagine? I, can't, I couldn't even uh, have a full year off. I mean, not off because you're literally raising and like taking care of newborns and everything. But like 
that's that's a ton you of time. You would have no stress surrounding work and financial obligation and financial stability after yeah. having a baby. Like that I I cannot imagine it. And by the way, like a lot of nurses don't work night shift when they're pregnant either in other countries. Here they're really? like, well, yeah, because there's an increased risk of um miscarriage when you work night shift, I believe in like your first or second trimester. Really? Yeah. And so in other countries, you don't have to work night shift if you're pregnant and you're a nurse. But not here. I have si- I have signed up for night shift at like <laughs> 36 weeks pregnant. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I it's just such an astronomical difference. That's insane. I want to look up what it is in Pakistan too now because like Honestly, that didn't come up until. Yeah, look, at, just Google. Uh, Let's see. Let's fact check. Let's yeah, fact, check, fact check. Hopefully, I'm not horribly wrong, but I don't think I am. All I know is that United States was like 54th. It's horrible. Maternity and paternity leave bill of 2023 to enact as law, allowing women employees up to 180 leaves during pregnancy. So maybe that's 180 days. I don't know. And men, 30 days. Wow thrice their employment tenure so three times their employment tenure that's in pakistan and that's a lot better than us yeah i just pulled up something else it says female employees are entitled to a maximum of 12 weeks or three months of maternity leave with full pay the six-week postnatal leave is compulsory section four of the pakistan maternity benefit ordinance 180 divided by 30 okay so that would be about right so if they just enacted that new one that is 180 days, that would be about six months yeah. of paid maternity leave. That's still better than the United States. That's in <laughs> That's still way better than the United States. So France is also very cool. They have six weeks paid leave before birth. Oh, God bless them. Ten weeks after birth. Okay. But, All right. You know, you know what? Like, you can barely walk. Happens, yeah. You can literally barely walk before. Oh. And so when all of this happened yesterday, I was at the Apple store getting something fixed. And the girl was telling me, she obviously noticed that I'm very pregnant. So she felt <laughs> safe to say something. And she's like, oh, when are you due? You know what I told her? And she said, well, this is my first week back after having a baby. And I said, oh, congratulations. And I said, you know, um, it's really hard to have your first. I hope you're doing okay. It's really hard to come back to work. And she said, actually, um, Apple's maternity leave policy, she got three full months paid. And then they have like a month where they let them work part time, but pay them full time so they can slowly reintegrate back into the work process. And then after four months, they go back full time. But isn't that so nice? I bet Apple also pays their employees to freeze their eggs. Right? Probably. They probably do give a reproductive benefit. We'll have to back that too. Starbucks even pays you to... They do. Oh. They do. So yeah, Fun so fact. she told me, I was like, oh my God, that's so nice. I'm so jealous right now. And I didn't, obviously didn't tell her mine, but I was just like, wow, that's amazing. And she's like, yeah, it's been a complete lifesaver because it's obviously a very difficult transition. That's so... Oh my gosh, I feel like I get so fired up and just on some of these things. But it is wild to me that huge corporations like Apple, Starbucks, care more about their pregnant employees than major hospital organizations. Yep. 
even small hospital organizations. I agree. And we're like in the business of, well, we're supposed to be in the business of helping people. And taking care of people and yeah. providing health care, yet healthcare systems can't provide health care right. Right. to their pregnant employees. They can't. They can't. You know, and I will applaud my institution for the three months paid leave that they give to full-time employees. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. I actually don't know of any other hospitals that I've never worked in another hospital that did that. Mm-hmm. But dang, you had to completely erase it for part-time employees. Could you could yeah. I just get the short-term disability benefit? Like yes. if that were a possibility, I would feel so much better. But instead, you know, truthfully, I do like worry, like, hopefully I, I like don't push myself into labor. I try and take it very easy and like wheel around yeah. in a chair as much as possible and stuff at work. But like, it, it is worrisome. I mean, they are like long days and whatever. Instead, I'm just going to like try and work as much as possible, well, you know. And also like, God forbid, I mean, hand to God, like God forbid, like what if something happens where like people totally. like you have to deliver early yeah you're in the NICU think about it all the time you have to have surgery you know yep. because this is this is real life for like a lot of people it's, it happens all the time you know like what are they supposed to do then I it's just know. like I don't know I don't ah! know it's so infuriating I don't know what we're gonna do I mean all I can do is sit there and pester them and pester them and pester them at least so you know the last time I talked to the, so I talked to the director of HR and then I talked to the person above that also. Mm-hmm. And they were nice enough to like give me this guy's email address and name and phone number and everything like that. And she was like, well, we'll bring it up in a meeting. Okay. So my next move is to be like, did you ever bring it up in that meeting? Like mm-hmm. what was said, mm-hmm. basically, just because it, sh- it just needs to be stated. Like if yeah. you're going to give the paid maternity leave, give the paid maternity leave. You know, I'm 0.7 FTEs. It's not like I'm PRN working once every six weeks. Right. You know, I'm I'm literally there every single week. Yeah. So come help me out. (laughs) Help me out. Okay. Well, now that you've got your podcasting hat back on. I I do miss it. I knew it. I love to talk. I love to talk. I was like, are you are you feeling like Maybe you want to come back and be our third co-host on like more look. (laughs) Let's not get out of control, but I do really love it. I I love to podcast and I love the best part about doing it with you was the new people that you get to meet all the time. Well, you know, I loved I love talking to you, but I'll talk to you anyway. I know whether or not we podcast, (laughs) especially now. So um, I feel like we even talk more now than we did whenever we podcast. I know. Makes me so happy. But you're also like my best friend here in Cleveland. So I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. (laughs) I have you. Um, (laughs) But we met so many cool people. Yeah. What was your favorite guest that we that you remember having? on? Oh, boy. I feel so biased saying who my favorite was you know i think some of the figs people that we met very early on are Mm -hmm. people i still talk to to this day Mm -hmm. so we had a lot of great conversations but i really do uh, value and appreciate natalie crawford and i would say just like as a friend like i know i could always reach out to her and talk to her about whatever i needed to and then who else do we have that i really enjoyed oh we had um we had dave ramsey's daughter which i thought was totally wild that yeah. we got her to come on the podcast <laughs> like it like 
totally wild, truthfully, that she came and gave yeah. advice. Like some of them, I was like, why are they coming on this podcast? But I'm just yeah. going to go with it. Yeah. So I do think it was pretty impressive that we got people like that on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had Dr. Sandra Lee on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the pimple popper on. Uh-huh. I don't know how we got those people to come on. But I, I so I have to say, like, that was like pretty cool that we got people who were that. Yeah. I mean, they're like pretty big. They are really big. Look at Sandra Lee now. She's I insane. Know. She's everywhere. She's a Netflix yeah, series. I know. I know. And Dr. Crawford. She's like all over she's CNN all over. and has a podcast as a woman on yeah. Podcast Nation. We love <laughs> yes. that. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. She's in my pod family. She's a beast. I don't know how she produces so much. She she gets it done. That she woman does. gets it done. She if if I could have the creative and organizational genius of any woman on this planet it would be dr natalie crawford her productivity is insane i've never been that way in my life i wish i strive but it just never happens no she's literally such a (laughs) such a badass we have on do you remember any of the other big people i know we have multiple big people and i just it's just not coming to me right now it's not coming to me right now either Once we got but. our groove, our beginning episodes were a little rocky. Everybody thought we were <laughs> too dumb blonde. Yeah, everybody was like, I don't want to be rude, but you guys sound dumb. You just you know, laugh like the comments and stuff. Oh my God, those were harsh. Oh God. Whatever. But then we found it. The we world's it harsh out. and we figured that out too. We did. We did. Well, Danny, honey, it has been such an absolute pre- pleasure. Always I love having pleasure. you on my couch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me back. And where can people find you? And all and I will say, like Dan, I love the content that you're producing right now because it's so informative. And it's oh, it's you. fun for me to like look back and be like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember <laughs> this like cardiac stuff. Like yes. you're you're putting a lot of really good educational content. Thank you. It is mostly educational content still at nurse abnormalities. I occasionally write something, which feels good, but mostly educational content, very straightforward. Um geared toward ICU and cardiac, I would mm-hmm. say. And yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Nurse abnormalities on every platform, but primarily Instagram is my most active still. Amazing. Yeah. Dan, I love you so much. Love you too, D. And Jack. And Jack. I'll see you next time. Yes. Jack is in Italy, but she is um, there for her best friend's wedding. So she will be joining us again next week. All right. Great. On that note, WOMED out.